Hey everybody, it's Will here. Thanks so much for tuning into another episode of the Tea Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be continuing our blind tasting of different teas. Um, the next one on the list is actually a Nadashiko tea. Um, and this one I actually did have to do quite a bit of research on because um, I just looked at it briefly and it looked a little bit unusual. It raised some red flags. So um, I took a little bit of a deep dive into it and found out that this is actually a rare type of um, Japanese dark tea. Um, so those of you who are not familiar, there are six main types of tea. There's white tea, yellow tea, green tea, oolong tea, um, black or red tea, and then there's dark tea, which is kind of a post-fermented. Um, the most famous of that category is, of course, pu'er, which comes from a particular region. Um, and it's very rare to find a, a Japanese dark tea, but I guess we were able to find one here. Um, so the flavor is going to be very unique. The The preparation time is very different. I actually... Uh, already had it in because I wanted to brew it a little bit longer and um, I'm going to brew it at close to boiling because I really want to extract a lot of the flavors. Um, so this one I think is also known as a pink tea so it's not a true category of tea um, but that just kind of distinguishes it from other dark teas like pu'er because it's very different. Um, if those of you are familiar with pu'er uh, probably know that pu'er has kind of a very long uh, fermentation process. This one's very short, which kind of sets it apart. Um, they kind of take the leaves, they um, age them a bit, and then they, they use uh, koji, which is um, it's a type of uh, culture used to make sake and soy sauce, um, other different types of Japanese fermented foods and drinks. Um, so this is a very unique tea to Japan. I, I'm pretty sure it's only made in Japan. I would guess it is. Um, so very unique, probably rare tea that I have a great privilege to try today. So uh, I did this tasting a little bit before and um, I had quite a few thoughts on the tea so I'm going to try to brew this again and uh, see what I think the second time around. So I'm going to go ahead and pour this out. The liqueur is very interesting. It's like a, it's kind of like a brown, like almost like a hojicha, kind of in between a hojicha and a black tea. There is kind of like this reddish uh, tinge to it that I'm noticing. Mm, the the aroma is very earthy, very mineral, um, almost kind of like a slate, like a. Oh wow, it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a high density of minerals, I would say. Um, very heavy mouthfeel. Um, I noticed this before. There's actually kind of like a little bit of a cinnamon flavor to it. So in the world of dark teas, this would be considered very light. Uh, although it is a pretty, pretty strong tea overall, at least with my brewing parameters, um, which was kind of boiling water for two minutes. So I actually st uh, skipped the step of looking at the dry leaves, so I'm going to go ahead and do that now. I'm just going to pour these out. It's like, I would say the leaves are smaller than most Japanese teas. They're a little more broken up. They kind of have this, I would say like a silvery black color. Um, so it's, it's they're black leaves, similar to like a black tea, but you'll notice there are, there is like a little bit of this this shine to them. And there are a few stems in here I noticed as well, but you know, overall smaller pieces, slightly flatter leaves. 
Hmm. Yeah, I'm really noticing this this cinnamon. Really strong, strong in this cinnamon note. Definitely very earthy, a little bit woody, um, but not. It definitely doesn't get this kind of like um, this almost like peaty, uh, dark, um, almost like earthy kind of mold uh, flavor that you would get with um, like a ripe puer. So very different. Yeah, it's it's still very light. It's very. I mean, it's very young. I guess in the world of of dark teas. I don't have much experience with, with the dark teas, but I would say this is kind of, you can tell the, that this is a young dark tea. It's still got some energy to it. It's not super mellow. Um, it's got a little bit of astringency to it. And th this is something I read about the Narashiko. It's, um, it's got more catechins than most dark teas. I'm not sure exactly why that is. I think because the fermentation process is so short, um, it's it's not able to, you know, fully convert those those catechins because um, part of the aging process um, kind of takes away some of those more bitter things and just kind of mellows everything out. Um, and this tea I read actually will not continue to age like a regular puer. Um, so it's kind of this is kind of how it's going to taste because I think it's been it's been heat treated afterwards. To kind of stop that process and lock in the flavor. I'm going to go ahead and take this for another steeping. The first steeping I actually really liked. Um, last time I prepared it with slightly cooler water and for a shorter time. And the flavor was good. It was just a little bit lighter. But now I know that with this tea you really want to extract what you can. Um, because there's, there's a lot it has to offer. And it's not too bitter even at that higher temperature. But for the second steeping, yeah, I'm going to use the same temperature water and I'll let it brew for about a minute or so. So yeah, the, the leaves are sinking to the bottom. I, th I thought they would float a little bit more, um, but they're really kind of settling down there. Um, so they're probably, you know, very dense, very heavy. Go ahead and pour this out. Pretty much the same color. It's taking on more of an orange uh, tint to it. Yes. But it's still very cloudy. Cloudier than a hojicha, I would say. Yeah, I'm, I'm comparing the two side by side, the first steeping and the second steeping. First steeping is definitely redder. Um, and definitely cloudier. They're both pretty cloudy, but the, the second one's definitely more see-through. Hmm. Interesting. It's, it's actually becoming less earthy. You don't get these, uh, these heavy wood notes or these heavy earth notes. It's a little more of that, that cinnamon kind of, maybe even a little bit of a floral. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's it's kind of light and flowery. So what what makes this tea unusual is, you know, most teas in Japan are green teas. 
uh, I'd say between 70 and 90%. And then there's a small fraction of um, black teas, which we've seen um, some oolongs and um, even some dark teas. Uh, so this is this is very unique, definitely a good opportunity to try. The only time I've really tried this is um, one of the farmers we work with, um, at the Osada family, they served us some of this tea a long time ago, and that, that's why it tasted familiar. Um, and I didn't really quite get uh, what type of tea it was that I was drinking at the time, but I could kind of tell, you know, I was like, this this kind of tastes a little bit like a puer. I was like, could it be a puer? And then I convinced myself that there's no way that they would have that in Japan, but now it all kind of makes sense from the research I've done. The Osada family apparently makes a very good um, Natashiko. Mm, this is very good. It's very warming, I would say. Similar to ho hojicho or black tea. And it's very warming, but I would say the energy is a little bit higher than, um, than a regular puer. It's kind of a little bit brighter, a little bit younger, more astringency, obviously. A little more citrus. This tea was very good. I definitely was surprised by it. Um, both surprised that I was even sent it, um, because we we normally just deal with the Japanese green teas. Um, but then I was also surprised when I drank it because, um, you know, this tea was was unlike anything I've had before. Um, definitely more similar to a, like a Chinese dark tea rather than a Japanese green tea. So the sim similarities kind of are more on that side, but there definitely are some differences as well. This one's younger, brighter, fresher, a little more citrusy, not quite as mellow or as dark as some of the longer aged dark teas. So thank you guys so much for joining us on this tasting. Uh, I will see you next time on the next segment of our blind tea tasting journey.